From Arcadia, California, The Carter Report presents the living word around the world. Hello, friend. I'm John Carter. Welcome today to The Carter Report, a special program with Pastor Caesar Carinus. Pastor Caesar has been doing a lot of work in Latin America, where a great spiritual revolution is taking place right now. We're going to tell you about this great spiritual revolution in this program today. Welcome to the Carter Report. I wish you would come with me to a land of more than a billion souls. All in need of hearing the gospel of Christ. Did you know this, my friend? It is the duty of the Christian to take the gospel of Christ to a lost world. And the lost world I'm talking about right now is India, land of millions and millions of pagan gods, but more than a billion lost souls. India cries out for God. We are now back on India TV. We're broadcasting on prime time in India. We need your prayers. We need your support. Is it easy in India? No, it's the hardest place we have ever worked. Harder than Russia, harder than Russia. Harder than America, harder than America. Harder than Australia, harder than Australia. Because it is a land that's given over almost totally to demonism. Now, I can tell you about those demons. I can tell you about the false gods, but what I want to tell you today is about the true God and the true God who told us, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We're back in India. Yes, we're back in India. And by the grace of God, we're back in India to stay. We want you to come with us. We want you to pray for India. We want you to give for India and do it today. Please write to me. John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California. Write to me at Terrigal in Australia. Email me, contact me and say, yes, I'm going to stand with you in the preaching of the gospel to the lost souls of India. Thank you in Jesus' name and God bless you. Welcome today to the Carter Report. We have a great program because we're talking about a great spiritual revolution that is taking place in Latin America, south of the border. Pastor Caesar, we're glad to have you here today. Thank you, Pastor. The world has got a new Pope, mm -hmm. and the people like this Pope. He's a Jesuit Pope. He knows how to get on with people. Mm -hmm. And some tell me they got a Latino Pope because so many Roman Catholics are becoming Protestants in Latin America. Time magazine calls this the Second Reformation. Now, is a spiritual revolution taking place down in Latin America? Yes, Pastor. It's, it's amazing how the people, it's, uh, it's like a great awakening in, in Latin America right and now. And have you seen this? Yes, yes. Um, before, 40, 50 years ago, um, the, the people in Latin America used to just follow the tradition, you know, yes. just, just what my mom did, what my grandmother told me. Mm. But now they are, you know, getting into the Bible. They, they want to know the truth. Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to follow this in my life? And um, 
in Latin America, I have seen this. It's a great, great awakening on the spiritual truth. Tens of millions of earnest Roman Catholics are leaving the Catholic Church and are coming into Protestant churches. Yes. Pentecostals, Baptists, Adventists, and we could go on and on and on. And they say this has sent shockwaves through the Vatican, and that's why we have this present Pope. These nations historically are Roman Catholic countries. Mm -hmm. Not like the United States of America. Historically, this is a Protestant country based on the Bible. Now, it is no longer so. America is undergoing a different sort of revolution. But those countries down there, historically Roman Catholic, are finding the Protestant faith. For a period, some of these countries, as you know and I know, embraced communism. Yes. Like Chile. Mm -hmm. And we could mention others. Cuba. Cuba. How does this influence the work of a Christian, Protestant, evangelist like Pastor Caesar? You know, Pastor, uh, I see this as a positive way. Oh, I do too. You know why? Because uh, for more than 500 years, um, people ju was, were just following uh, the, the, the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. Mm. Um, but now, now that they, they've got their own Bible, they are studying the Bible, and after all the, the, the ideas of communism, after all the ideas that they had before, now they want to know by themselves what is going on. They want to learn what it's the Bible really saying about different things. And you see the results now in, 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 in how, you know, the people it's getting into, into Bible studies, how they, they're going to uh, our meetings. They want to know what the Bible is talking about different subjects. Um, so I see that it's a very positive now. Now, probably 100 years ago, mm -hmm. you, you couldn't make it, you know, you couldn't yes. do it uh, in, in a public matter. But and now, maybe in a few yes. years' time, it's not going to happen. Yes, yes. We, this is the time. This is the right time to do evangelism in Latin America. You see, in America, Australia, Western Europe, evangelism, soul winning, has grind, or ground was stopped. And people say it can't happen because people are, are, are so blasé. They're so indifferent to the claims of Christ. But Latinos still seem to have a heart for God. You've been working in Mexico. Yes. Do the drug gangs pose a threat to God's church? Uh, we didn't, went down there to Guadalajara and some looked around there, but down there they were chopping off people's heads mm. and rolling the heads across the, the floor of banquet halls and nightclubs. Does gang activity influence your work as a Christian evangelist south of the border? Uh, in two in two ways, yes. Hmm. Uh, the first is um, that, especially the north part of uh, Mexico, it's a very very dangerous part. There are some uh, cities and some um, little towns where you actually you're not allowed to to have evangelistic meetings. You so first, it is forbidden. Yes, it's forbidden. Mm -hmm. um, remember that the Bible says that uh, you will know the truth, and the truth 
We'll well, make you free. That's right. And yes. they don't like freedom for some of the people, you know, and especially for the people that are in, in control. Of... So that's northern Mexico. Yes, that's not the northern part of Mexico. And it's pretty dangerous. Yes, yes. But it's still um, because of the, the, the scary part, because of the, you're living with the, with the idea that probably one day, any day you can die. People is mm. looking for something more real, something that will give them the assurance that they are, you know, even if they die, they will live again, you know, in heaven. So they are looking for God. They are looking for the Bible. They are looking for something more strong, you know, because they have found out that their lives are, you know, infamous in, 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 in the sense of you will die any day, any time in, an, in any way possible. So... Now, in that north part of Mexico, it's, uh, it's, it is dangerous to preach, but it's also uh, in need. People it's really in need of um, knowing the, the, the gospel. A desperate need. Yes. A desperate need. Yes. Because in, of, of the background, because of the false teachings that have permeated mm -hmm. into those parts of the world, this false teaching has bred all this crime and this gang warfare. Yes, Pastor. It, it is the product of, of bad teaching. In Mexico, there is 31 states in the whole Mexico. And I've been in, preaching the, the gospel in 10 of those 31 states. And in the South Park, you, you will see it's amazing. Every time that you go and preach over there, you have a crowd of, of at least four or 5,000 people getting, you know, yeah. ready to listen to Praise Bible, God. To, to, Praise to God. Yeah. Tell me of some of the evangelistic campaigns you have run in these places south of the border. Describe a campaign to me. Um, I remember one, especially in Peru. Uh, there was a city called uh, Puno in Peru. Tell me, before you tell me about this, what's Peru like? I've never been to Peru. Peru, it's a beautiful country. It is. It is. It is. Mm. And the people is really beautiful nice. beautiful people. And food. The food is oh, lovely. So you like the food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's, you know, now we're getting down to the real reasons. Yes. But tell me, all right, so you went to Peru. Tell me about this campaign to preach Christ and the Bible and the prophecies and the cross of Christ in I, Peru. I remember that I went to this place called Puno. It, it was 4,000 meters or... 12,000 square meters. Uh, square, um, uh, 4,000 meters? Yes, 4,000 meters well, that's, that's, above the sea, sea level. That's about almost, I think, 13,000 feet up in the yes, sky? Yes, yes, yeah. it, it was really, really hard to breathe over of there. Of course. But they had a very small town. And I remember that, um, you know, the, the pastors came to me and they said, Pastor, would you like to know the place where we, you're going to preach? And I, I said to them, yes, let's take me there. I remember a huge banner, you know, mm. it was a... A large field over there, and the banner says Puno, Peru. Seventy thousand people praising God, and when I saw the number, I said seventy thousand people. Mm, that's you know, a lot of people. That's and I said that's not possible because the the, the little town probably has uh, <laughs> ten thousand people. Yeah, you know. So I asked the pastor, and I remember that I said to the pastor. Um, it, Probably you made a mistake. There's one more zero, you know. <laughs> of course. You, you're of saying 7,000. Yeah. And then the pastor looked at me and he said, well, pastor, you have to preach. We are in charge of everything. You just preach. And I said, wow, this is going to be amazing. That night, pastor, 75,000 75,000 
in a we, town of 10,000. Yes, but that was amazing. People walking from 24 hours amazing. from different places what a just hunger. to hear the voice of the Lord. No, not a man, but the Bible. Hmm. At the end of that crusade, we remember that we, for the glory of God, baptized 5,236 people. Praise God. Praise That's God. That's what you see now, in Pastor Latin Caesar, America. People tell you in America and in Australia and in Western countries, the days of evangelism are finished. And they say this because they have never seen or experienced the mighty power of God. You know, Pastor, I was thinking that now is the time for Europe, Australia, mm -hmm. and America to actually invest in evangelism where, yes. you, where you see more results. We need you to see? go where the Spirit moves. Yes, yes. You, you can invest a million dollars here in America for an evangelistic crusade, and you will baptize probably 100 people. Yes, yes. But if you invest the same amount of money in yes. Latin America, you will see more than 10,000 people coming yes. for, the, for the Lord. So you, you, our, our goal is to bring people to heaven. I agree with you a million percent. I believe that we ought to put our money where we're going to get the harvest. I yes. believe this. Yes. I believe we ought to put the seed where the Lord has prepared the soil. Yes. And too often we're still putting the seed on the same old hard, rocky soil and we wonder why people get discouraged. Mm -hmm. And so I want to say to the people watching this program today, put your money, my friend, where God has prepared the soil for the harvest. And we're going soon to... El Salvador. El Salvador. Yes, we're going to. And this Central is a place America. to put the gospel soil because we're going to see people come to Christ. Yes. Now, tell me more about this campaign because, you know, I'm sort of getting itchy feet now to go to Peru. Tell me <laughs> about the people who came to the meetings. What did they look like and what was the response? Yeah, Pastor, you will see on those meetings uh, different, you know, from children all mm. the way to old people. Yes. And you will see a different background, uh, people that are really poor and mm. in need. Yes. And you will see also professionals, doctors, people who are mm. really interested in, mm. the, in the Bible. You know, they're looking for God everywhere. Everywhere you will find in Latin America people that are now are interested in, in studying the Bible. So it's it's a very uh, a large variety, that's the word yes. that you can use, yes. of different people yeah. and different backgrounds and also social. Let me tell you. It just gets into my soul. I wish I was 30 years younger. Now, we're going to take a little pause, but we're going to be back in just a few minutes. No, just a few seconds. But I want to tell you about this magazine. It's called Ebenezer. You can get it free by writing to me. This magazine, some of these stories, my warning from the Pope, why they buried the bishop on the sidewalk and stories about the power of God. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Did you ever have a sense of destiny? Did you ever feel that God has put his hand upon you for some tremendous task, that you've really got a purpose, that God has called you for such a time as this? I have that sense, that conviction today because God is opening up doors for us in Latin America. And in Latin America, my good friend, there's a revolution going on. It's not a revolution in the streets. It is a revolution in the hearts of men and women. That's why 
the Cotter Report is going to go to El Salvador. We are renting an outdoor stadium with room for more than 60,000 souls. And we're planning a baptism in the, on the Sabbath afternoon of more than 5,000 born-again souls in El Salvador, in Latin America, where there's a revolution going on, where the Holy Spirit is being poured out. Don't you want to be a part of this great purpose, this great task, this God-designed outreach to Latin America? Would you please write to me, John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California. Tell me, I'm going to support you. Write to me in Australia. Tell me, I'm going to support the preaching of the gospel. Write to me today and support the preaching of the Word of God around the world. But right now, in Latin America, thank you and God bless you. Welcome back to the Carter Report. Have we got a program for you today? We have with us Pastor Caesar Cardenas. You're telling us about the work of the Holy Spirit of God south of the border, down Mexico way, down into Peru, El Salvador, Colombia, Brazil. Just give me a, a little sketch, a thumbnail sketch of Latin America, Pastor Caesar. Well, Pastor, um, Latin America uh, has 22 countries. 22? 22, 22. Mm -hmm. yes. Um, there are some countries that are, uh, they speak Portuguese, yes. Brazil. Brazil. You know, but it's still, still the, the, mm -hmm. the church is growing there as well. And I've been in 16 of those 22 countries, you know, working and doing evangelism. And great countries. Yes. Argentina. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one of the great countries. Brazil. Chile. Chile. Yeah, we've got to say Chile because I, I got some Chileans to work with me. So I've got to say, hey, Chile's just great. <laughs> Colombia. Colombia. Now, you come from Colombia. Yes, I born in Colombia. And I've been to Bogota with you and with my team, and I've preached down there. What a wonderful country is Colombia. It is. And what a great city is Bogota, up more than 8,000 feet up in the sky. Yes. At a modern, beautiful, prosperous the Latino people are people still with hearts for God. Mm -hmm. uh, they seem to have a passion for the things of the Spirit of God. Where else have you worked down there in Latin America? You've worked in Colombia and you've gone down to Peru and you've been working recently in Mexico. Where yes, else? I just um, came from Bolivia. In Bolivia. Bolivia. Yes, I have I've never been there before. Mm. And the experience in Bolivia was just amazing. Tell me about Bolivia. Where's Bolivia? Bolivia, Bolivia is uh, one of the five countries in the north part of uh, South America. Yes. You will find Colombia, yes. Venezuela. And so it's next and then, near Colombia. Yes, yes near Colombia. How many people are in Bolivia, do you know? In Bolivia, it's around 16 million people. So it's not a really big country. It's not a big it's country. it's not that small. And what did you see, Pastor Caesar, when you went to Bolivia? What, I, what it catch more my attention was the young people. A lot of young people, Pastor, hmm. looking for, uh, for the truth Wonderful. in the Bible. Because it's not like this 
so much in the Western world today. Mm, yes, the Western world has been filled with the doctrine of atheism, the doctrine of Darwin. People think they're the product of time plus matter plus chance. Mm -hmm. And therefore, many people in this part of the world live lives of meaninglessness. But still in Latin America, there are young people and heaps of them who are receptive to the work of God. What did you do in Bolivia? I was uh, in a youth congress getting, you know, with all the... A youth congress? Yes, yes. They still let you go to youth congress? Yes. <laughs> My face helped me a lot. Yes, okay. <laughs> Just a face. Yeah. <laughs> but pastor, you know, um, what I love most about these young people is that um, there is too many churches for just one pastor. You can have a, f a pastor with 40, 42 churches. 42 churches. So you, you, will, you will see a pastor just once a year. Think what, our, think what our churches would do in America if 42 churches had one pastor. Yes. Yeah, but down there, one pastor to 42 churches. Yes, and the young people... They are, you know, getting uh, uh, the Bible to, to, to actually do evangelism by themselves. Mm -hmm. So we, we need to, to um, equip them and, and give them, you know, the, for, the, for our young people, the, the material from the Bible so they can go and teach the world. How many young people were in this gathering? 1,200. 1,200 uh, young people. So a nice group were getting yes, together. Nice, just the leaders. We're talking about These the are leaders. These leaders. The youth leaders from, from the different uh, churches. 1,200 youth leaders. Yes. And they were getting together. Do they have a desire to share Christ with the world? Passion. Passion, Pastor. They have That's, a passion. Yes. Oh, that we might get this passion back here. Well, I think, Pastor, it, it, it's... it's, it's um, the, the word has have noticed. That's why the Pope is is a Latin Pope right yeah. now. Mm. You know, because the word has noticed that we need to actually see what is going on in Latin America because yes. Latin America has a lot of resources that the word is, is in need right now. So this is the time that we have to preach. This the, is the, the, the time Bible. for Latin America. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to Russia, had tremendous success under God uh, a bit over 20 years ago. I went back. 42 times actually. But the time now, I believe, has moved from Russia to Latin America. You are planning with us a great campaign in El Salvador. Yes. In the capital city of San Salvador. Yes, that's the place. You with some of my team members are going off on a trip of exploration in the next few days. Tell me what you think is going to happen when we go in the power of God to El Salvador? You know, Pastor, I always wanted, wanted to go to, to El Salvador mm. because I have met a lot of Salvatorians and they are really warm people, really, really people that are really, you know, honest, open. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, when they, when they see uh, a man of God or when they see uh, that they are learning about the Bible. Uh, El Salvador is the smallest country in whole Central America. But it's the more dense population because it has 6.2 million uh, people in population. Mm. We're planning with, with the Carter Report and with you, Pastor, also to have a large meeting, the largest meeting ever held in, in, in uh, uh, the capital of El Salvador. It's going to be in, in the stadium of Cuscatlan. Mm. Um, we can feed over there. 40,000 people, you know, on yes. the benches, and yes. 20,000 people, you know. Uh, 60,000 60,000 souls. Hallelujah. All together. Yes, praise God. Yes. Uh, do you believe the people are going to come? 
Definitely. Because if you run a campaign in Australia or somewhere, you've got to spend vast sums of money. You've got to fight and push to get people to believe it's even possible. Yes. But do you believe that people are going to come to these meetings? Yes. Still, we need to invest. Still, yes. we need uh, you know, to do a lot of uh, marketing. We yes. need to let the people know that we're going to be there. Yes, of course. And that Advertise. We're push. Yes, yes. Mm. We need all the supports from our friends and from our families and from everyone. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, not just prayers. We mm. need to use you know, our resources everywhere. But so is so telling you to send some donations to the Carter Report by El Salvador. Did you get that? Okay, keep going. Okay, Pastor. And the, the idea is to baptize at least in, in that, in that, in that place 5,000 people. On, on a Sabbath campaign. afternoon. On a Sabbath afternoon. And you believe it's going to happen? It's going to happen. They are working already. They have, you know, a lot of Bible studies. They, the members, membership in, in, in that country is getting together so we can actually work together. It's, it's a different way of doing evangelism, yes. Pastor, because... Yes. Um, I know people here in America, they, they are passionate about, about evangelism, but they don't have the time. So they invest to, to, to do evangelism out there in, in Latin America, and we do it. We will do it all together. We will be there uh, under the grace of the Lord, and, yes. and we will do And, and under results. his protection. Under his protection. And I believe with you, Pastor Caesar, that we're going to see thousands of souls come to a knowledge Amen. of God. We want a light of fire yes. for the glory of God in Latin America. And we want to say to our viewers, come with us, be a part of this tremendous outreach in Latin America. Can I ask you this? Yes. Do you see a difference between say Australia, as you're also an Australian, mm -hmm. do you see a difference in Australia and America to Latin America in evangelism? Do you feel there's a different fire? There's a different passion down there? A lot of that has to do with the, with the, the culture. Yes. Uh, Latin American culture, it's more open, so more, you know, more, more, more into person to person. They're more of a passionate people. Yes, yes. You will find more passionate in another way because I have seen in Australia a lot of passion so or Europe so or I. here in, Australia, in America mm. as well. When, when it, it depends on the way that you see the things. Yes. But this time is a very good time to, to support the passion of, for evangelism in Latin America. And, and, and my prayer is this that what we are seeing today in Latin America mm -hmm. and in other parts of the world will happen soon here in the United States Amen. and in Australia, that the fire of the Spirit of God will come down upon the church. Amen, Pastor. And yes. we believe that God has brought us into this work for such a time as this. And we're glad to have you associated with us, Thank Pastor Carinus. And I want to say to you, my friend, we want you to be part of this great work. Bless your heart. How could a person not want to be part of something so magnificent and so tremendous to see the mighty outpouring of the Spirit of God? Maybe some of you will want to come with us to El Salvador, but you need to write to me. John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358 in Australia. You can contact me at our address in Terrigal, with Pastor Harold Harker over there, our representative. And then you can also email us and contact us by phoning us, but we want you to be part of this work. Now, 
look here at this magazine. It's called Ebenezer. It is a magazine on the power of God. It is a magazine all about evangelism. It is a magazine that talks about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. How much does the magazine cost? No, it's free. But we'd sure be glad if you sent some good offerings for the work of God in Latin America. And think of El Salvador. Pray for El Salvador now because the campaign is going to start very, very soon and we want to see thousands of souls saved for Jesus. It's been great having you here. Thank you, Pastor Karanas. It's been great having you on the program also. Till next time, thank you and God bless you. Bye for now. 